0: Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh defeating the dark lord of social media it's the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd welcome to the geek show i'm your host Corey Wara. the geek show is brought to you by mega replay peoria's best place to buy sell and trade movies music video games video game systems and electronics you can visit them at the metro center or on facebook mega selection mega savings mega replay and yes how is everybody doing on this fantastic weekend a little housekeeping before we get into things next week it's going to be a different kind of geek show we're gonna have a top 10 list the top 10 90s cartoons and then i'll have some news and some other stuff it'll be a light week because i'm taking a couple days off and labor day weekend we just want to sit back and relax so we'll have fun with that but yeah this is the geek show i'm your host Corey Wara. If this is your first time here welcome it's a show where we take a break from all the news all the yelling all the politics just push that aside the rnc the dnc it's just going to keep getting worse from here and and more angry on the radio but for right now for this hour we're going to take a break and we're gonna talk about fun things video games movies tv shows a little bit of everything and we start off the show as we always do which is kind of go over some of the news of the week i got a mixed bag of everything nothing political just interesting things in the world of tech and video games then we take a break and we get back after that we talk about movies we got movie reviews we got movie news we got movie rumors lots and lots to talk about then we take a break for news and when we get back after that we go to Corey's tech corner the latest greatest in the technological world and then we end the show with the top five list of the week dc edition an uh, in honor of dc fandom which happened last week it was a live stream event uh they released five trailers during the event and we're going to talk about them because there were some really really cool things especially batman yes we're having another batman movie that Actually looks good. I'm, I'm actually really excited for it. Uh, but let's start off in a piece of news that, in all honesty, I was laughing as soon as I saw this because I feel bad for the guy. Uh, four months ago, Kevin Mayer was running what is the most successful streaming platform service, streaming for movies and TV shows, and that is Disney Plus. He was running it. He launched it. I mean, he is a huge part of why that's a success. And he really only had to worry about, you know, small things over there and making sure everything ran correctly. But in May of this year, he decided to take a giant leap and he left Disney and became the CEO of the media behemoth that is TikTok. Well, just what, three or four months later, he sent an email out to his staff. It says in recent weeks as the political environment has sharply changed, I've done significant reflection on the corporate structure changes will require and what it means for the global role I signed up for. Against this backdrop and as expected to reach a resolution very uh, very soon, it is with a heavy heart that I wanted to let you know that I've decided to leave the company. Yes, after 3 months going from the most successful platform to the most successful social media platform he's leaving. And you know what? I I understand. He's like, I didn't sign up for this. He didn't know that uh, Donald Trump would get into a fight with them about China, and now they've said, oh, we're going to disavolve TikTok unless an American company wants to buy it. It's just a mess, and it's not what he signed up for. So he's going to leave. He's probably going to go somewhere else and be extremely successful over there. But uh, it's just an interesting thing, the ripple effects that just the president can have when threatening a company uh, and threatening a, a company that's associated with a big rival of ours being China. So we'll we'll keep an eye on this story and see what happens with TikTok. I feel like after that, this just really opens the door for TikTok to finally be sold off to somewhere in uh, the country. I really, really hope it's not a big company. I know Microsoft has been talking about it forever, about buying them, and I just don't want to make another big tech company even bigger. Why can't we have their own Thing, or a small company get it. I don't know. This is one of the most f- hilarious things I've seen in a long time, and that is uh, QB. I've talked about QB all the time. Last year, seriously, I was sitting here and I'm like, guys, QB is going to change the world and it's going to come in strong. It was a streaming service where you can watch like six to 10 minute videos on your phone, and it was designed for going out. Uh, on buses and transit so that you could have quick little bursts while you're on the train or on the bus driving somewhere. And uh, I said it was going to be hugely successful because they put a bunch of money into it. They got uh Reno 911 was back. They got a bunch of celebrities to endorse it and make content for it. And then COVID happened. And I, I really think that COVID, this was the first company, big company, to be killed by COVID because QB had such potential, but then COVID happened. They're like, are we going to release our product? Can we? No one will use it when we're under lockdown. And they're trying right now to figure out what to do. And what's hilarious to me about this story that I'm going to tell you about in a second is that QB was like, oh, we are the future of movies and streaming. You're going to be watching only on your phone. Forget you, movie theaters. Well, QB announced this week that they have partnered up with a streaming service that will offer a movie release on a drive-in screening for the series called The Stranger. So they're going to have drive-in screenings for this series. And I just find that hilarious because, you know, we've they've been touting, oh, we're so much more important than movies. And then they're going back to what everybody else is doing. They're doing the drive-in uh, theater, which is totally fine. I mean, it's cool. It's a great way to get people to go out. But at the same time, too, it's just... You can't be a tech company that says we are the future and then fall back to the past. So, I don't know. Speaking of drive-in, I saw that uh the Riverfront Museum is doing drive-in movies where you can or not drive in, but they will have a screen on the outside and you can watch movies and stuff. Super cool. You should check it out. Uh, Next up, this one's kind of more depressing, but it just shows where we are with technology and Facebook. So Brenton Tarrant, he was the terrorist who live streamed his massacre of 51 people on Facebook back in March of last year. Uh, According to new reports, uh, he used a drone to go and spy on the two mosques that he attacked. And it just shows the planning and the surveillance that he went through to plan this all out and it just begs the question for me as a tech person and with uh you know the privacy issues and all of that how are we going to adapt to a world with drones i mean we're obviously going to start looking into drones delivering things to you and bringing things to your house and flying by your house i mean are we essentially going to have to like set up a radar system where it will ding your phone saying hey there's a flying object in your house or surveying your house and I don't know uh it, it, drones are a great way to hide what you uh can do but it's also an opportunity to do some really creative things like with movies and stuff but it's the negative side that we have to keep an eye on and the fact that he used a drone to keep an eye uh on this mosque and plan his attack is horrifying so I don't know how we're going to do uh with drone security you know we always have security cameras outside houses are we going to eventually have like little mounted machine guns on the top of our house and if a drone flies by it pops out with I don't know. Uh next up in the world of technology, uh Nintendo. Nintendo has what is probably the most their most successful uh video game console around the Nintendo Switch. And to nobody's surprise, there are rumors and leaks that came out that said Nintendo is working on a brand new Nintendo Switch, an updated version uh for 2021. Rumors are light. They didn't necessarily say it would be a graphics update, but it will be a screen update and performance update. So it will look more crisp in handheld mode and it will play a lot faster and load a lot faster. That happens all the time with Nintendo. They update their stuff, and they get out uh, new products. There was their Game Boy Color. It started off as one thing, then it went to a flip version, then it had a light-up version. I mean, it's nothing too crazy to expect. Uh, A little early, in my opinion, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh... But yeah, I'll be curious to see how they're going to sell it, because if it's not a graphics update, I'll be curious to see if it's really enough to get people to want to buy a new one. I use my Switch every day. I've never plugged it into my TV. I use it as a handheld device. Really, really like it. And that's actually a story. We talked about Qb being killed by COVID. Uh, COVID helped uh, Nintendo significantly. Their video game Animal Crossing is the biggest game. 22 million people bought the game. Uh, During covid and they're having a very successful time with it. In fact, it's still even hard to find Nintendo switches around. So really, really interesting. Uh, Next up, Amazon. Amazon will open its very first fresh grocery store for in-person shopping on an invite only basis. Starting this week, it will open to the general public in coming weeks. Uh, It's located in Los Angeles. The store will sell foods like pizza and sandwiches that are all prepared on site as well as a range of items from national and local brands. It's intended as a cheaper alternative to Amazon's Whole Food stores. This is where the, the interesting stuff comes, for me at least. Amazon's latest grocery con- store configuration is packed with technology, but it will not use its just walkout cashierless tech. The fresh store in L.A. is the first location where shoppers will be able to use Amazon's Dash Carts, which you log into using an app the amazon app so you walk in you take your cart and you log into your amazon account and the carts in themselves are equipped with cameras and sensors to identify each item you drop into it the cart is compatible with a shopping list made with amazon's alexa voice assistant then you can automatically pay without having to wait in line at the checkout amazon says there will also be echo devices dotted around the store to help People find their way around. So Amazon's going all in on themselves, basically, and saying, hey, we're the future of grocery stores. You can walk into this grocery store, put foods in your cart. It'll tell you how much it is. And then if you're like, oh, that's too much, you can take things out. And then as soon as you walk out, it charges your Amazon account and you're good to go. You don't have to wait in line. But there's an option if people want to. So uh, that's very interesting. I think that especially in this COVID world that we're in, uh, that we might be seeing more of that. The only downside to all of this is that there's a potential that people can lose a lot of jobs if we don't need cashiers or as many cashiers. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one uh dota 2 okay dota 2 is uh basically like league of legends but made by a different company Uh, this one being steam well just to show you the power of esports uh dota 2 has an international event where they they call it the international where they have all these big uh, teams come and they fight for a grand prize and they have broken records this year they have raised so far $34 34 million dollars. Yes, it is a record breaking 34 million dollars prize pool that will be available for these people to win. Uh and what's even more crazy, just to show you how big this game is, 34 million dollars, right? How do they get that money? Well, the it the tournament itself is fully funded by purchases of a battle pass so when you log in just like fortnite when you log in you can buy a battle pass for $9.99 and with that it says hey the more you play the game and the more you do these objectives we'll give you points and you get prizes like skins and stuff as you continue on down the line and i just want you to think about that $9.99 $9.99 compared to $34 million. That is a lot of people playing that game. So I'll be curious to see. They were going to have the tournament in September, but as of right now, it's it's on hold. So that money will only keep getting bigger and bigger. And it just shows. Uh, I know a lot of people like to blow it off, but uh, the gaming community, especially with eSports, is ginormous, very, very big, and it's really cool. I highly recommend it if you ever have the chance to check them out. With that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's talk about some... Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. We're going to talk about some movie news and some reviews of movies. But before that, I just want to talk about this for a second. If you follow The Geek Show, you know I care about everyone that that listens and that I am a person of science. So AMC theaters are opening up this week, and theaters all over are starting to open up. All I ask is that everybody be okay with each other, follow the rules if you can, and watch each other's back. You have to remember that uh, at the end of the day, COVID, the virus that spreads, does not care about you, does not care about anyone. It has no feelings. Its only purpose is to spread. So the only way that we can stop it is by working together. And even if it's just one person who doesn't uh, follow the rules or doesn't wear the mask and then gets it and then spreads it to his loved ones, and then it just keeps going from there. So all I ask is that if you go to theaters this weekend, I'm not saying don't go. It's totally up to you. But just be cautious and be careful, because like I said, we have to fight this, our invisible enemy, as Trump says, and he's he's right. Uh, We have to fight this. And I know a lot of people are tired of masks. I'm tired of it, but you have to remember that these masks are here for a reason. That reason being COVID doesn't take a day off. COVID is always here and it has one goal and that's to find any weakness it can. Weakness being a person who isn't wearing a mask and then get them, and then spread from there. It's a parasite, so you just got to remember. That's all I ask. I want movie theaters to open back up. I won't be going anytime soon just because I'm at a higher risk, and I don't want to spread this to uh, Greg and Dan, who I work with, and my parents, who are all in the age range of that could potentially get really severe cases of COVID. So just watch each other's back. That's all I ask. Follow the rules, and also don't yell at employees, please. The employees are just trying to do their job. Don't yell at them if they say, hey, can you wear a mask, sir? They're just following the rules. But as we continue on, let's talk about some movie news. And the movie releasing this weekend in honor, i not in honor, but I guess as AMC theaters open back up, is The New Mutants. And sadly, I haven't seen an official Rotten Tomatoes review yet, but uh, sadly the reviews are kind of meh. It's kind of in the middle. It's not good. It's not great. It's not terrible. Uh, They said that the acting is phenomenal in there, but it's not enough scary, and it's just not a good story overall. So I was kind of expecting that. I'm not going to go over the long history of that movie, but I've been really excited for this movie, and it just kind of hurts a little bit that the movie isn't as uh, put together as I was hoping. Um, looking across the world over in the in Europe and the UK and uh, I think China, too, uh, they have the movie Tenet out, which is the big Christopher Nolan film that everyone's been dying to see. Uh, Tenet's not out yet in America. I don't think there's a release date yet. They're waiting for all theaters to open back up in the United States before they release it. They will not release it, release it digitally, they said. But it's sitting at 83 percent in Rotten Tomatoes, which, hey, isn't that bad. They said it's a good movie. It's confusing. It's t- typical christopher nolan if you see an inception you're going to kind of get the vibe of what they're going for so that's what's out in theaters right now uh but i got some interesting movie news uh oh before that i gotta get a a shout out to a show i started watching uh i am a big person you you probably know this if you follow the show i love animation i love hand-drawn animation i love computer animation i just love the artistry behind it the story without a doubt, is very important. But I just love the visuals. And there's a new show I started watching. It's on HBO Max, which is the streaming service for HBO. And it's called Infinity Train. It is a great show for adults and for kids. It's a great family show. And I cannot recommend it enough. And I'm pushing it because... Uh, I read an article last week, and I'm like, oh, I want to help them, so I'm going to watch it. And I did, and I got hooked. There's three seasons right now. But uh, last week, the creator of the show said, hey, we don't know what's going to happen to the future of this show uh, because HBO Max – well, no, they originally launched on Cartoon Network, and then Cartoon Network gave the rights to HBO Max – and it's been kind of silent from HBO. So they're saying, hey, if you can, just watch the show so that we can help support this show. And I'm telling you, it's a really good show. Each season is just a continuation of the previous But with new characters, it is essentially they are stuck on a train, and in order to get off this train, you have a number tattooed on you, and the number goes down as you complete things. And that's all I'm telling you, because the less you know, the more fun you will have. It is a fantastic show. I cannot recommend it enough. That's Infinity Train. So if you get the chance, take a look. Let me know what you think of it, too, because I really, really like it. Now let's get into the news. Moonbase 8. Showtime has ordered a new show called Moonbase 8. It'll be a half-hour comedy sci-fi uh, show starring Fred Armisen, Tim Heidecker, and John C. Riley. The story follows three subpar astronauts living in NASA's Moonbase simulator with high hopes of being chosen to travel to the moon if you get those guys together that is easily going to be a hilarious show uh the thing this one makes me uh just i'm tired of all these reboots but there are reports that the uh horror studio bloomhouse is going to be working on a reboot for the 1982 film the thing please no the classic is just perfect film as it is Leave it alone. Also in terrible movie or reboot ideas is The Nutty Professor. Uh, the production company behind Scream has acquired the film rights to The Nutty Professor franchise, and they are planning a remake. Come on, people. The, the Nutty Professor? Are we just going to go to the bottom of the barrel to find reboot ideas now? And in continuing on, uh, the studio CW, which is known for all the DC comic shows, and is very much known for its teen, teen drama shows, like over-the-top drama, But they announced this. It is a new series about the Powerpuff Girls. And the story revolves around the Powerpuff Girls being teenagers and regretting their life of being superheroes and not being able to be kids. That beyond sounds just horrible. Like, I even barfed a little bit when I first saw this. A lot of people are mad because they're like, look, have you watched the show? They were kids all the time. They were great over-the-top characters don't make this into a live action reboot, and they are, so we'll have to wait and see on that one. We're going to take a break, you guys. When we get back, let's talk... Welcome back to the Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world. Quick sidebar, though, just a reminder for next week, it is a different Geek Show. We're going to have some news of the week and some fun stuff, but I'm taking a couple days off, so I I won't have time to give you the latest updates on everything. So instead, the last half hour of the show will be my top 10 list. It's the top 10 90s cartoons. It's a really, really fun list. So stick around for that next week but for right now let's talk about some technology news because some interesting stuff is happening uh earlier in the show i mentioned that the ceo of tiktok left the company and after like two or three months which is insane but i got a new story and it's even more fascinating and even more scary because i mentioned at the end of it talking about it that uh i was worried that tiktok's gonna be sold off to a big company and just end up making it bigger well we talked about Microsoft, and Microsoft is still very interested in selling it. And it looks like, after the CEO leaving, it's kind of imminent that TikTok's going to be sold off. But very weirdly, Microsoft has a partner. It was announced that Walmart is partnering with Microsoft to get in on the TikTok deal. So, we're going to have Walmart, a grocery store, is going to buy a social media company with Microsoft. I don't know how it's going to work. Are we going to all of a sudden have, like, kiosks at the end of the aisle where you press a button and you make a TikTok video of you shopping? I don't know, but it's fascinating, interesting, and scary. I think of all, especially with Walmart, I think the people who will be most upset is Amazon. Amazon, I don't think they placed a bid to buy TikTok, but Amazon is the king of groceries and online sales right now. And if Walmart taps into that potential... I'll be curious to see what happens. So I'll keep an eye on that. And continuing on with interesting things, there was a hilarious story this week in that. And I'm going to read more into it because it's a pretty in-depth story. But um, Facebook has come out recently and yelled at Apple. Apple is updating in their new iOS update. They're giving you the feature to block being tracked for advertisements and on all of its apps on the phone. First of all, if you're listening and you have an Apple phone, do that. As soon as you do it, turn that feature on so that you don't have to worry about people being spying on you. Well, Facebook came out and said, hey, Apple, you should not release that feature because you're going to kill our advertising uh, revenue by up to 80%. And that was pretty much it. Like I said, I need to dig a little more into it, but just to hear Facebook uh, cry about it is just hilarious to me because first of all, Apple for years has said, Hey, we don't use devices to track, uh, advertisements for people. We don't listen to people and hear what they like and put advertisements up, but we all know it happens. And the fact that they're coming out and saying they're going to be affected by ad revenue, but wait, you said you don't track us. So why are you going to be affected by it? It's hilarious and I love every second of it. And I'll be curious to see if this is something that uh Android devices will eventually move to because privacy is going to be a big push in the tech world and I'm really happy with Apple. I, I like seriously, I give it up to Apple on this one. In fact, some of these changes they're doing a couple with a along with a couple other things, I'm really considering my next phone being an Apple phone, which I haven't had an Apple phone in a long time, because I haven't been a big fan. But the fact that they're pushing privacy on us like that, really, really cool. And the fact that they're hitting Facebook, really, really cool. I don't like social media, but uh, Facebook specifically, just the amount of lying that they've done is why I don't like them at all. And I feel like Mark Zuckerberg is the kind of guy who acts nice in front of a camera, although he seems like a robot. But behind the scenes, he's just like, I'm so much smarter than everyone else. Uh Next up, the U.S. has begun by uh, dumping $1 billion into quantum computing, and they want to get ahead of their adversaries, which makes total sense. If In the world of AI and quantum computing, you obviously want to be ahead of everyone else, and I'm glad that they're doing this. The funds will include basic research into AI and potentially moving forward with that. Uh, To go along with that story, the United States also recently did a testing where they had a designated pilot who has 2,000 hours of flying experience with an F-16, I believe it was. And they paired it off into a, uh, it was all digitally done digitally, uh, with an AI device and they had it do a dog fight. And what was mind blowing to me was in this dog fight between human versus AI, the AI won hands down easily. Like it was a sweep, it wasn't even a competition. And that just shows the craziness that is AI because it's a double edged sword. On one hand, hey, we're saving a lot of people. Uh, in the military, if we have planes that don't have people that can just automatically do the goal that they're set out to do. But then on the other side is that uh, humans are great because of that instinct they have. They're like, well, wait, if I do this instead, maybe I'll hit the target and even better. Or, hey, this doesn't look good. I'm I'm pulling out. It doesn't look. It's not what we talked about. With an AI, you have to program it to a T and say, go to this target, hit this exact spot, and move on. But if it flies there and it sees, oh, it's just a bunch of civilians, the machine might not pull out and pull back on it. So it's an interesting yin and yang with AI. Obviously, as I preach about it on this show all the time, we'll be seeing a lot more of AI. But the fact that the government's investing in it is awesome. But the fact that a robot has defeated a human in just – air combat worries me that the terminator times are coming and robots will be taken over with that you guys we're going to take a break when we get back let's go over the top five list of the week Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. A little housekeeping before we go into the top five list of the week. Next week's going to be a little bit different of a show, just because I'm taking a couple days off and then throw in Labor Day weekends, so we're going to have a special geek show. No replays or anything. It'll be all new stuff. Uh, I'll do some new of the week as normal, up until the point where I have to stop recording because I'm on vacation. But we'll do that. But then the last half of the show is the top 10, the official Geek Show top 10 list of the best 90s cartoons. I don't know about you, but lately I've been trying to, I I don't know if it's just I turned 30 and I'm reevaluating what it means to be old and I feel old. I feel like I'm going through a mid-midlife crisis right now. And uh, I've fallen back and started watching some old 90s cartoons. And I was like, wow, these things were unique, different, and crazy. So I wanted to create the best, the top 10 best 90s cartoons i asked some friends of mine uh, who also grew up in the same era they gave me some fabulous suggestions so we'll go over all of that next week on the labor day weekend show of the geek show but for now let's get to the top five of the list so i've talked about this before dc fandom it was a big event uh that happened last week where it live streamed it was 12 hours of just non-stop dc comic book news and with it there were five trailers that we have to talk about so this is all this is the top five list of the week aka the dc fandom edition And let's start off with a video game. Number five. Number five goes to a brand new video game that I could not be more excited for. Why? It's the same style as the Batman Arkham Asylum series. And if you've ever wanted to play a video game where you feel like Batman, I cannot recommend that game series enough. There's Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then the final one was Arkham Knight. All of them are fantastic, and just the Joker is beyond fantastic in those. But we have a brand new one in the same style. This is Gotham Knights. If you're watching this, I'm dead. This is a cold black. This message was automatically triggered when I destroyed the cave and everything it contained. We both know it won't take long for Gotham's criminals to realize that Batman is gone. And you can't count on the GCPD. Haven't trusted us since Jim died. Gotham will need its protectors more than ever. I'm leaving you the Belfry as space of operations. Some of the technology is outdated, but it has the gear you need and all of my files. You've always had my back when I needed you. I know you'll keep Gotham safe. Good luck. And goodbye. Yes, so that is Gotham Knights, and that trailer was powerful, because it starts off with... Hey, Bruce Wayne's dead. What are we going to do now? Although, it makes me wonder, is he really dead? It's, it's the most comic book movies, it seems like, hey, I'm dead, aka, nah, I'm really just hiding because of some evil force, but we'll have to wait and see. But uh, it stars four playable characters, which is awesome. You can play as Robin, as the, uh, oh my gosh, my geek card is screaming at me. There's the blue version of Robin, which is Night Stalker or something. Uh, then you have Barbara Gordon, who is uh, Batgirl, and then Red Hood is also there. It all looks really awesome. It's just classic beat-em-up, uh, stealth, take-down-the-bad-guys, take-down-classic-Batman-villains. I couldn't be more excited for it. But then at the very end of the trailer, there's a tease of what's to come and who the, kind of the main bad guy is going to be. And that is the the Court of Owls. And that is a series I never got into. So it makes me excited that there's a villain that I don't know much about coming to a video game. I'm really, really stinking excited for this. That is Gotham Knights, and it's coming out next year for PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox. Number four. Yes, number four. Okay, this is just a tiny little piece of audio because, for the most part, the trailer is just a song being played, the hallelujah song. But this is a clip of Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll explain it to you after this clip. This guy's probably fought hundreds of thousands of other super beings on the other planets. He's destroyed, right? And we have to assume he's won. I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells. He's never fought us. Not us united. Now, you might be saying, hey, Corey, we've already had a Justice League movie. What are they doing with this again? Well, here's the thing. So when Justice League was being made by Warner Brothers and sit down, this is a long story. Uh, so Warner Brothers was making Justice League and they're like, hey, we need to make this kind of like Marvel movies because people aren't coming to see our movies. And after the not exactly warm welcome that was Batman versus Superman, the executives were like, OK, these movies are too dark and too serious. We need to lighten it up. So they fired Zack Snyder, who's the original director for that movie, and they brought in someone else and they tried to make it funnier. And in the end, I really hated Justice League. I thought it felt just like two different movies. And a lot of people have come out throughout the years saying, hey, we want to see Zack Snyder's cut of this movie because there are hours upon hours of footage that was never used in the film or cut because it was too dark and too serious. So after much fight and people calling it out, HBO Max stepped up and they said, hey, we have a brand new streaming platform. Why don't you come and recut your version of Justice League and we'll put it out for everybody? So Zack Snyder's Justice League will come out next year for HBO Max exclusively. And it is taking a two hour movie, the regular Justice League. And it is cutting it into four parts, and this will be four hours' worth of Justice League movie. So you'll be seeing a mix of stuff that we've seen before, mixed in with some brand-new footage, mixed in with some footage that we never got to see before. Incredibly complicated, I know, but a lot of people are excited for it. Am I? Uh, I don't know. I I hope they can just uh, put something more coherent together, because the original Justice League movie— wasn't that good in my opinion don't yell at me number three number three number three goes to a movie that i am seriously extremely excited for because you have the mastermind behind guardians of the galaxy james gunn and he was given the ability to do whatever he wants with a series that i think has great potential and that is suicide squad while there was no official trailer i'll play a little bit of this they released a a quote first look trailer which is basically you'll see a series of clips and you'll hear the director and the actors talk but it's still pretty cool i was excited with an opportunity to be able to do the suicide squad in the way it could be done from my point of view this one is completely unique this is a gritty 1970s war movie combined with brilliance of james gunn's characters and comedy you need your director to set the vibe The Suicide Squad is just a twisted fantasy of characters. Within each of our characters, there's a certain beauty. Within most of them. Some of them are just pretty crappy through and through. Yeah, so like I said, James Gunn is the mastermind behind Guardians of the Galaxy, which to some people are their favorite uh, Marvel movies of all time. And he is just outstanding when it comes to balancing a large cast and giving them all their own moments And this one looks just as big. They're trying to erase what was the last Suicide Squad and kind of start over, refresh. So I think the only—there are three characters returning. I believe it's uh, Captain Flack, the boomerang guy, and then Harley Quinn. Those are the three originals coming back. Besides that, you have a bunch more other people. But why am I really excited for it? I mean, take away that it's James Gunn and it's DC Comics— we're finally having a comic book villain that I really want to see, and that is Polka Dot Man. Yes, Polka Dot Man is part of the Suicide Squad, and I cannot wait to see what James Gunn is going to do with these characters. And if you think Polka Dot Man is weird, I won't spoil anything, but there are some really weird and different uh, comic book villains that will be seen in this movie. I am super pumped for it. It's coming out next year. That is the Suicide Squad. Number two. Number two goes to a trailer to a sequel to one of, I think, a lot of people would say one of their favorite comic book, DC comic uh, hero movies that they've seen so far, and that is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman kind of, now it didn't really come out of nowhere, but a lot of people didn't think it was going to do well in the box office, and then it came out, and it was fantastic. I really loved the movie. So they teased it all weekend, and then they finally released it. This is the trailer for Wonder Woman 1984 citizens of the world. I'm here to change your life. Anything you want, anything you dream of, you can have it. You're break your star ghost. Diana, look at you. It's like now one day has passed. I don't want to be like... Anyone. I want to be an apex predator. Yeah, so Gal Gadot is back playing Wonder Woman, and Kristen Wiig is going to be playing Cheetah, which makes me very intrigued. Uh, They showed some of the character in this trailer, the first time seeing Cheetah. And while it looks interesting, it relied a little too heavily on the CGI for me. That worries me just a tad bit, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't think anything can get worse than the musical Cats, because that was pretty horrific in regards to uh cgi and cats but that's wonder woman 1984 no official release date yet but i'm gonna guess it's gonna be early next year here's number one number one okay i love moments like this because i my my bar was set low and then this trailer came out and i said okay i'm back in nothing makes me more excited than a new batman trailer and here we are we have to wait another year sadly but The film, because of COVID, had to stop filming. They're going to be getting back to it hopefully this week. And they only filmed 25% of the movie before COVID. And what was really cool is that with that 25% of the movie, they were able to put a trailer together for all fans at the DC Fandom event that happened over the weekend. And this one, oh my gosh, it's dark, it's gritty, it's violent. I am all in. This is the trailer for Batman. secret friend. So the Batman is coming out next year, 2021. And get this, we have Robert Pattinson playing Batman. We have uh, Jeffrey Wright, who is playing Commissioner Gordon. And then on top of that, you have the villains, the Riddler, the Penguin, and Catwoman. And when they were talking about this movie, they said this is year two of Batman. So this is not an origin story. This will be an established Batman, but we're starting to see the villains that will eventually become uh, the the full-time Riddler and the full-time Penguin, and it's just the ease into it, and it makes me super excited. And the way the director was talking about it said that he is going full board that this will be a murder mystery type story and that it's going to go back to its roots in that, Batman was a detective, less action-y, and more study the crime scenes, figure out what happened, and then solve it, and then arrest the bad guy. But what's really cool about this, and I was actually kind of shocked by it, was the Batman, played by Robert Pattinson, is really angry as the Batman. I mean, he beat the snot out of this guy, like, horrifically. Like, I was like, I did not expect that from Batman, but I'm all in, so... It looks fantastic. Sadly, we have to wait another year. I am so glad they're not doing the Joker, though. I think they should wait and bring out the Joker later. I think it'd be really cool to have some time with villains that we don't normally get, like the Penguin. There's so much cool potential with the Penguin and the Riddler on top of that. Ugh, done. I'm all in. Can it be 2021 already? And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the top five list of the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. As always, do something good, do something great. Times are still weird. We're all angry. We're entering political season. We're all going to just start yelling at each other over and over. Just step back, take a breath, and remember, we're all stuck in the middle of this. We're all trying to just live our lives and do our things. So let's do it in a nice way and in a way that makes us all happy. Have a fantastic weekend. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 W.